Welcome to Uncorked, another podcast brought to you by Team Corporate, and I am sitting here giggling at myself because it's just me. It's just Steph Corker on the mic today, and I put out on the gram, ask me anything. What do you want me to riff on? And this was inspired by a conversation that I had with a dear friend, Trav McKenzie, on Inner Voice, and he has a series for the month of May called I'm Curious to Know, and I put off riffing with Trav because I said, you know, Trav, you can ask me almost anything, but there's some things that I don't really want to talk about on the internet. And we had a great chat for about an hour. I'm sure it's on the internet somewhere. And when that was over, I thought, what the heck am I holding back? What if you want to know something? Because I love to know and I love to ask questions. And the truth is, I like to answer questions too. And it's really cool to see what you want to know. I also need to plug that I recorded a podcast with a group whose name is escaping me right now. We'll make sure it's included below. And they had done a call out for questions and had a ton of questions that they had edited through so that they didn't ask me all of them. And I thought, what the heck? Why don't I come back and riff on those too? So this is a compilation of questions that have been submitted on the internet that apparently people want to know. I'm so happy to riff on. I hope that maybe some of these questions you'll either ask yourself, you'll ask your friends and loved ones, And to just recognize that we're all human and we're all accessible and, hey, what are you curious about? And this needs to be asterisked with, it's really not meant to be a narcissistic podcast where I'm just going to talk about myself. No, no, no. I want to answer questions that you might want to know. And I hope that my answers or even the questions provide you with something and you can reflect back and think, what does this mean for me? Is this something that I would try? What is my belief or my pattern? So without further ado, this podcast is brought to you by Steph Corker and your only guest on the show is Steph Corker. Questions curated by friends of the internet. I'm going to start with a question that perhaps many people want to know or not. I want to know nothing about a treadmill. I want to know outside of the fitness world, And other than finding sweet spots for other people's careers, what gets me most excited and what relaxes me the most? I get very excited by, oh, that's a good question. See, think about this. What do you get excited by? I get very excited truthfully about bringing people together. And that might be something I've been in denial about. And it might be something that I you know, struggle with feeling like an extrovert or an introvert. Currently, I'm excited about the idea of bringing a new train from Vancouver to Whistler. And that might seem silly and it's so, you know, 40 years ago and the trains don't run anymore. But in the same vein of like, why do I like races? I like races to show up at start lines and see friends and see community. I like going out to cheer, to see friends, to see community. I like the idea of a train that would allow people to move from one spot to another swiftly and perhaps safer. That certainly gets me excited. 
And what relaxes me the most? I'll tell you what doesn't relax me is sitting on my phone. I feel like I'm so relaxed. I'm lying down on a couch and my hand will go numb because I'm holding it, scrolling on Instagram, and then my phone falls on my face. So scrolling the gram is not relaxing. However, I do find that usually baking things or being in the kitchen with my hands is a, is a meditative practice and something that I really like doing. So probably that. Okay, next question. Some of these are faster than others. Steph, you like hiking. Have you ever been hiking in the Dolomites? Well, that's true. I love hiking. I like going as long as possible usually. I don't like hiking downhills. I'm terrible at going down anything. And I have not been to the Dolomites and I would love to go, you know, on the list are many, many mountains and mountain ranges. It's just not there yet. So maybe one day. Do you have ideas of where you want to run your 40th marathon? Oh gosh. The short answer is no. I am not currently thinking about where to run a flat marathon. <laughs> how are you coping through all of this? Hey, there's a question. Pause to think about. How are you coping through all of this? I will say that my life has felt like a snow globe. It has made me evaluate how I spend every minute of the day, who I spend my time with. A lot of feelings and emotions have come up. Business has gone high, it's gone low. It's made me feel really creative and innovative and it's made me feel stuck dead in the mud as well. So I don't know if that's a coping strategy as much as it is. Those are all of the feelings that I've had and being with my feelings in the moment and not trying to get too far ahead or even out of them has probably been what has been keeping me alive right now. What else? What did your experience in sport teach you about how to deal with this current situation? I don't think anything has helped me prepare for this current situation. I think we're all in it. I think it has only shed a floodlight, a spotlight, a flashlight onto the areas where I was not being completely honest with what I wanted to be doing. I was hiding behind start lines. I was hiding behind training programs. I... I was busy. I was busy as a distraction. And so now I think it's peeled back. And there's a lot that has caused me to be very present and very in the moment, which I appreciate. I think sport, there's a sport analogy for most things in life. And I find that myself. I even caught myself telling my brother the other day that I feel like I'm at mile 20 of the marathon of an Ironman. And he was like, okay, so the race has just begun. <laughs> and that's probably the best sport analogy I have for right now. One of our dear friends, Nathan Killam, he says, how do I cut my own hair into the sickest, most gnarly and dirty mullet ever? If you don't follow Killam on the gram, you might want to follow at Nathan Killam. He is a very colorful firefighter, might be one of the most positive humans that I know. I don't even think he listens to this podcast. So here I am riffing on him and, and it's a secret. And I think there's a YouTube channel about how to cut specifically men's hair right now. And he has a great fro. So I think there is no shortage of something on YouTube to cut a great curly man's fro into a beautiful, dirty mullet, as he says. Well, this is a fun question. Your last meal on earth and your favorite dessert. You should ask that at dinner tonight. Whoever you have dinner with, ask them what their last meal on earth would be and what their favorite dessert is. <sighs> my favorite dessert must be coconut ice cream. I do love a freshly baked cookie, but I think you can eat that anytime. And 
I've always really loved ice cream and more recently in the last few years, I've really tried to stay away from dairy. It doesn't get along with me, but if I can find some coconut or vegan ice cream, it's pretty hard to pass up. And my last meal on earth, I mean, it might sound boring. I really love like a power bowl or a Buddha bowl of some nature and something with all of the most yummy ingredients, lots of green things. That might be my last meal. Yeah, simple, nutritious, feel vivacious before I die, even though that sounds sad. So let's not talk about that. Are you based in Whistler or are you in Vancouver? I love seeing behind the scenes. Well, that's cool. My home has been in a few different places over the state of COVID. I have a cabin in the woods just south of Whistler and I had a home in Vancouver. Behind the scenes, isn't it funny? We all want to know life behind the scenes. And what can I tell you about life behind my scene is that I, I might have been a little bit embarrassed by this or I, I felt really anal retentive and controlling. And the reality is I love a tidy home. I specifically love a tidy kitchen. I like it when the dishes are done. I really love glass jars. If I could put most things in my home in a glass jar, I'd be very happy. I don't like clutter, but you'd be amazed at how many little knickknacks and crystals I have in little piles everywhere. I love purging a lot. I also really like books. So maybe I'm a walking oxymoron. I like piles of books and clusters of crystals, but I don't like clutter. <laughs> I like keeping things that are meaningful. If you've sent me a card, I probably have it. it. might be on my fridge or my bulletin board. I love snail mail. I think it's really special. Behind my scenes is typically, uh, yeah, I would say a clean space. Everything has a place. And it's because I'm anal retentive. And when other things feel busy and crowded, I like to feel like a sense of peace and ease at home. And I don't say that to be a perfectionist. I'm actually like, a little bit embarrassed by it. So I tell you this to know that, you know, it would be much easier if I just didn't care so much and yet I can't. So that's the thing. Okay. Next question. <laughs> oh, favorite Vancouver road ride. I think my favorite Vancouver road ride might be up Cyprus with my Dawn Patrol buddies first thing in the morning before sunrise. I mean, we never make it there before sunrise. Who am I kidding? They like to say that I'm three minutes late for life. And that's true. But climbing Cyprus is probably one of my favorite rides. I think it's really cool to have access to a mountain. And it's a mountain that you can, I mean, I don't climb that hard. So we can always chat on the way up and you might see a bear. And what about the best place to ride gravel bikes in and around Vancouver? Well, I have only been a student of gravel bikes and I'm grateful for people who've taken me on gravel rides. I really like locally UBC gravel. I think it's fun to just rip around the endowment lands or head out to Southlands. And my second favorite would be up Fisherman's. It's, it's a relatively easy, an easy ride, yet you have a nice little climb. Um, unfortunately, you do need to take the road to get there, but once you're there, it feels like accessible gravel. And it's not a gnarly first uh, single track like a lot of the North Shore Mountains. Okay, we're on a cycling kick. Would you ride the Dirty Kanza? That feels a little bit out of my league right now. The idea of riding a bike for a lot of hours and a lot of miles is super sexy. And I think one day that would be really fun. I really wanted to do the Belgian waffle ride this year. And unfortunately, that didn't happen. So maybe that's the right answer. What I would tell you is that I would happily support you to do the Dirty Kanza. And I think that supporting some of these epic 
endeavors feels like a really cool way to spend a day as well. So I would do that. Okay, changing gears a little bit. Here is another group of questions. I'll just pick maybe four or five that were submitted when I was a guest on another podcast. And we didn't get to these questions, but I thought it was really interesting. And if nothing else, I thought that this special podcast of Ask This Cork or Anything could be a fun place to to riff on them. So these were submitted through another source, as I mentioned. And (laughs) one of my favorite questions was, is Matt Corker really like that? And I giggle because there are probably few people that you'll meet in the world that is that are as authentic as Matt Corker. The answer is absolutely. What you see is what you get. What you read online is what you get. Anything that you have experienced online or offline with Matt Corker is 100% straight up Matt Corker. And I am very, very grateful to be a witness to that man. Uh, do I count macros or what is my nutrition plan? That is a big heck no. I don't count macros. I would love to transform my body. And it's one thing that I just haven't been willing to do, to be perfectly honest, is count calories or macros. So that's a thing. What's my favorite race? That's a really tough question because there are a lot of local races that have been super special and have been starting points that I've loved. Uh, Yet it would probably be incorrect of me to not say something on the big island of Hawaii, simply because whether it was the half Ironman or the full Ironman race there, I spent so long dreaming and scheming and training about that place. And I like that island as a place to vacation. I like that island, you know, for, for what it's done for dreams of triathletes. So that's probably one of my favorites. Then people asked questions like, what do you do with your skin and your hair? And how do you look young? (laughs) Well, I don't know that I look young. I'm almost in my late 30s. I feel like what's age? Some days I feel like I'm 28 and I don't really feel a day over how old I am, I suppose. And I wish I had better secrets for you, but I don't because there isn't much I do for my skin and my hair. I shower and I use moisturizer and that's really about it. I do think that when my hair is long, I have some pretty cool hair. It's rather voluptuous. (laughs) I just mean it has its own curves and curls and I don't need to do much for it to decide to go a certain way, but it's been really short for a while. And so I forget that. And I look at pictures and I'm like, I have great hair. It's been too short to tell. What else? Oh, my favorite family vacation. My favorite family vacation would be when we were quite young. We used to take road trips in a Volvo station wagon from Ontario down to Florida. And I just remember having a lot of fun, being really amused. And I look back and I think some of my most fun family trips were done in a car together, simple. It was pretty great. But my second favorite would have to be when my dad took my brothers and I to Germany and we went to Germany and the Czech Republic and it was just before Matt and I actually moved to Vancouver and we just had a lot of memories. Matt got drunk and I did naughty things and I don't know, my dad might know about all of it or none of it, but it was a pretty cool trip as well. Do you feel pressure? These are fun questions, remember? Ask yourself, what is your favorite family vacation? I just love asking questions. And so here I am answering them. Uh, Do you constantly feel pressure to work on self-help? Interestingly phrased question. 
because I do feel like the work on ourselves is worthy of being worked on and it does not feel like pressure and it does not feel like, you know, it's constant. I feel blessed that it is top of mind and that I realize that there needs to be consistent awareness to patterns and to words if I want to be the best version of myself. So I often catch myself in what complaints I'm in. I've been stuck in some complaints for for longer than I'd like to admit. And I guess you could say that I'm a constant work (laughs) on self-help because there are things that I haven't quite unraveled or gotten out of yet. And I guess there'll be a work in progress for as long as I'm alive or as long as I can change where I'm in complaint about. So yeah, maybe I push that back to you. Do you feel like you're constantly working on self-help? The last question, let's wrap this podcast here, is who is your North Star? Gosh, I really thought about that because I feel like there are people I look up to most, I mean, many, many people I look up to and they all have different places or spaces in life. So there are people I look up to in the realm of family, in the realm of business, certainly in the realm of sport. And I appreciate their craft. I appreciate how they have chosen to spend their days. And one person I find myself thinking of a lot lately is actually my grandma. And I look at her and I just think, what would Nana do? And Nana's no longer with us, but she was just a woman who it felt like made decisions in life with ease, with authority, and with a lot of love. And I find myself easily getting caught up in making decisions. And so I'm really drawn right now to know how do people make decisions and how do you make decisions that are congruent with your heart and your head and maybe your bank account or how you spend your days. So good question to ask at dinner. Who is your North Star? I think that's a wrap. Enough questions, hopefully some answers, hopefully some questions for you to ask your friends and family as well. Be well, be healthy.